Ladies and gentlemen, we are quivering, nay, shaking, trembling in our boots to be back with you for this, the new era, and by new era I mean an old era, of the world of Westeros, the Game of Thronesiverse. It is time for House of the Dragon, the brand new Game of Thrones first spin-off slash prequel series. This is Raven On Classic, the podcast that was birthed in the fires of Game of Thrones back in 2015 and has subsequently been doing other pop culture elements, but is now back to its tits and dragons roots, (laughs) to its bare-knuckled, bald-headed, fist-pumping, chest-beating glory. I am Natalie Bohensky, the mother of kittens. I am so thrilled to be back, and I am even more thrilled to welcome back to the podcast my co-host, my blood rider, (laughs) a man who has turned up to today's recordings with a series of increasingly elaborate dragon helmets. It's Stuart Late! (laughs) Hello, Natalie. Hello, everyone. Yes, I apologise for the smell in advance. Dragon stink. So, yes. No, I was referring. I was referring to Matt Smith as Damon Targaryen. <laughs> yes. Having and I meant I, I need to go back and fix my recap because I wanted to mention this that he he starts off in one fancy dragon headpiece, right? Yes. Yeah. When he's leading the gold cloaks into a bit of a sort yes. of clean up yeah, of yeah. the city, and then when he turns up at the joust, he's got an even fancier dragon head helmet. Well, that's his. That's his. That's, form, his, that's his formal. That's his that, formal that with know? with wings and shit. <laughs> and I just want this series to like every. Every episode, Matt Smith to be in an increasingly elaborate <laughs> dragon helmet until he's in like a Zorb ball that's yes. just the helmet. It's just, it's just. He's he, in like a giant mechanical dragon or yeah, another dragon. Yeah. yeah. With, with the, with the, with a flaming dragon wings sure. shooting out of the sides of his head. <laughs> like even, like he could take off if the wind was strong yes, enough. that's it. Uh, that was hilarious. I mean, the detail in this show is great, but I'm sure we'll get into it. There's so much, even just talking to you now, in the 30 seconds we've been communicating, yeah. I'm like, I forgot to mention so many things That's in my it. recap. I, I literally remembered one thing I meant to put down in our, our minute challenge. Well, put it down now. Okay. Okay. Put it down now. Well, that, that breaks the rules, but we will talk uh, about it. Okay. Well, just make a note that yeah. this is what you forgot, because I do that all the time. Um, <laughs> how excited. I, I mean, are you? I just can't. Like, I can't talk. I can't talk. I, I, I this can podcast can is going to be a series of emotive noises. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which, to be fair, was all the dialogue in certain scenes of this, uh, of this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, first sex scene. Hello, hello. Uh, straight in. Straight in, straight in. Uh, I just, I mean, how, like, I had so much fun. I, I had, had a lot of fun. I, I had. It is. It, it's really nice for Game of Thrones to be back. Yeah, and, and it's and not this, Game this of Thrones. It, it's not, but. This really did scratch that itch. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, but it's this. Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Absolutely, yeah. Because some people are going to be all like, it's not Game of Thrones, but it's the Game of Thrones verse. If, yes, we, if we're going to Marvel, if we're going to Marvel not, Disney it, let's it's. Let's not split hairs. Like, it's, it's, it's the GOT verse. Yes, absolutely. Okay? We're in Westeros. We're in Westeros. There's an <laughs> Iron Throne. Yeah. There are dragons. There's a reason they greenlit this prequel and not the other prequel that was set a thousand years ago because that they, they freely admit there was just something missing and what was missing was that it didn't feel like Game of Thrones. 
this show definitely feels like Game of Thrones. I think this is oh, is that why they very did clear? Yeah, well, they, they said it was a great pilot. That that to anyone who doesn't know, and they made a pilot of like a thousand years in the past, uh, looking at the Long Night and and when the White Walkers first came down from mm. the north, and and they were going to tell that story, and it was far more sort of fantasy inspired. And they they say it wasn't that it was a bad pilot. But it just didn't feel like Game of Thrones. It felt like a completely different show. Ah. And so they put the And it also it wouldn't have had dragons. Well, potentially. Because no. it was before the Targaryens no, you had, you, took it. You would have had the Children of the Forest, you would have had the First Men. Oh, it would have been so way more like the Lord had, of the Rings then. You would have had weird elf creatures and ancient <laughs> like Stone Age, like Westerosi people, and White Walkers from the Northern Giants, and so it would have been a far more like fantasy Lord of the yeah. Rings feeling show. And apparently it was. And they were like, it just doesn't feel like Game of Thrones. Whereas this, we've got dragons. We've got like... Brothels. Throne, we've got brothels. Yep, yep. Gratuitous violence. Yep, yep. Uh, it's all there. I wonder if maybe they could do that show, resurrect that pilot and that concept a bit down the line. I'd love Like once to. people yeah. sort well, of go, oh, okay, in. we can we can do other things in the world. Yeah. We can... Yeah, I, I wonder so. if they would. Because this has been the biggest thing in television, Uh you know, the, the, this first episode, huge viewing figures already. Oh, really? Um, there's video. I don't know whether you saw this. I, re- I retweeted it. But there's vision of a, an apartment block in New York where it's very clear that every single person <laughs> is because the lights in the windows are all in sync. Oh. Because they're all watching Game of Thrones at the oh, same time. That's so, that it's makes my heart happy. I know, but it's, but it's crazy. Like everyone, th- this is a return to people event watching a show. television. It's event TV. Everyone watched yes. this episode when it came out. Yes. And and millions of people did around the world. This is huge. You know, we were worried that like, you know, the, the lackluster ending of, of Game of Thrones itself might have soured the pot a little. Absolutely not. This thing has gone crazy. Look, at the very least, it piqued interest. Sure. Because people are going to think, what are they going to do? That's how it. are they going to come back from that? It'll be interesting to see how it travels across the of season. Of course, of course. But I think it'll do pretty well. Because this I, was a great I really do think that people enjoy or yearn for this kind of water cooler moment sure. that we just have less and less of. Yeah. You know, I've been doing, for people who haven't been following along, uh, I've been recently been doing Sandman recaps. Yes. Sandman came out in early August. I've done five out of the ten, although I believe they've now dropped an 11th episode. they dropped a secret 11th episode. Thank you very is, much. Yeah. Um, just with with the way my life is, I've, I've got through five. I'm, I was sure. trying to get through the whole ten before Game of Thrones started back. I, I failed to do that, but I will I will keep going. But it's not got the pressure because everyone binged it on the first weekend. Well, this is the thing, though. So Neil Gaiman, the, the creator of the original comic and who's one of the executive producers of the Sandman TV show. This is a brief Sandman <laughs> sure. subsection yeah. podcast. Yeah. Well, Sandman side. <laughs> um, we, uh, he basically he tweeted out, and I don't know whether he was sort of speaking out of school or not, but he sort of said, if you don't binge all 10 episodes of The Sandman when it drops, effectively Netflix doesn't consider you to have completed the show. If you take a week or two weeks or three weeks to go through all those 10 episodes, Netflix is like, well, you don't count. What? I know, which sounds insane to me. Like, I'm sure they look at hours watched as well, but they have very precise, because it's a streaming service, they have very precise metrics about exactly where people stopped watching. If there was mid-episode, if it was yeah. you know, at the end of episode three and then they didn't come back to episode four for several days. And if you don't binge that show, 
apparently it can, it's a point against it. Like the, the, the Netflix model is to drop this thing all at once and you have to gobble it up like a greedy little piggy. But people Otherwise, have lives. I know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, some people, I, I am, I am one of it's the people, way to, to uh, I am one of the that. people who can sit down and binge something, right? With sure. the weird life that I lead. And yet you don't, like, uh, like because you're busy. Um, I, I am, I'm doing other things, but I consciously made the decision with the Sandman that I wanted to try to recap it That's because it. it is a show, I don't have a backstory with the comics. I, I have a vague you know, yeah. w- working knowledge that he's a, you know, dream. He sure. runs dreams. Okay, great. Uh, he, he puts people to sleep. Yeah. He's a Sandman. Okay, great. That's really all I know. So I wanted to use that as as, as muscle building for Game of Thrones totally. to go, okay, I want to go into a world that is new because I'm coming into this world of the Targaryen dynasty that is going to be different to Absolutely. the Westeros that I know. So I made the choice to do that and – it doesn't mean that I haven't thought, oh, it'd be good if I could just mm. watch one more. But I'm like, no, no, be disciplined, put it down, evaluate it, think critically, you know, have some thoughts about the episode, put them down, make an effort. Yeah. And so now Netflix is saying that my considered opinion of the show yes. doesn't count. Pretty much. Because I didn't just like sit there like a zombie. It, that seems to be it. And yeah. I think, yeah. I think. You know, this show, House of the Dragon, coming back to be once a week. And people always used to say with Game of Thrones, I wish they'd just drop the whole series. I can't handle this no, waiting. It's great. And it's it's great. It's <laughs> it's good to have room to breathe. Yeah. It's good to have time to rewatch and to see extra detail and, and record to podcasts. Record podcasts. And and people might actually be interested in reading what I've written about about these things because they're looking for more ways to, to enjoy the content. And you know, I assume that there are other recappers going up now. People all over will be doing recaps. I haven't read, (laughs) I haven't read any others. I've, I've not really consumed. I've just been in my own world of trying to put my opinions to, to paper um, or to, to, to the screen. But it's great. It, it generates some like community, like some global community. And it means crucially that, HBO gets 10 weeks worth of continued fan engagement. Yes. As opposed to a weekend and then a little bit of a tail for yeah. the rest of that week. And then that's it. Yeah. And Sandman kind of artificially created a bump for itself by having this secret 11th episode that they dropped, you know, out of nowhere. Yeah. There, there was a little bit of advance warning, but not really. And then all of a sudden there was a new episode of Sandman. Everyone was like, great. Yeah. But, you know, having, having this 10 episode series... Of quite heavy episodes, like they're all pretty meaty and you know a lot of stuff to get through. Yeah. Um, you're expected to just gobble it down in a weekend and then move on. And the thing is, is that yeah, and it's it makes things forgettable because you kind of go, oh, I watched it all in a blur. Yeah. Whereas with you know Game of Thrones, and obviously we're we're talking about a series that now has what sixty three episodes or something, so you can't remember details of everything, but you can kind of go, oh yeah, that was sort of series one, that was series two. You have markers that yeah, that exactly. mean something, and it's nice to have that global chit chat. Just mm. I've already seen; I haven't looked at any of them yet, but I've seen pop up in my Facebook feed like the best memes from last night's Game of Thrones premiere yeah. or House of the Dragon premiere. Um, just you know that that's going to happen. I'm going to call it Game of Thrones. You're going to call it Game of Thrones. We mean House of the Dragon. You get. I'm, what I'm we not going to call it Game of Thrones. I'm going to call it Hot D. Hot D. Which is which is what Hot it is D. Called, <laughs> that's canon from George R. R. Martin himself. I love Hot D. Hot D. I, I am I am so excited for Hot D. It's like it's of all the names that you could have, Hot D just is the most appropriate. It's the most appropriate. So yeah, I'm excited for event television. I'm excited to be facing another well another nine weeks of yes. chatting and talking and theorizing Absolutely. and 
I already have in my head like a follow-up piece that I'd like to do this week, just like a kind of a character board. Oh, cool. But I don't know if I'll have time, but I'm going to try. Sure. But, uh, you know, it's it's inspiring me. It's getting my creative juices flowing. And that's a good thing. Like, Absolutely. I, you know, this year has been a bit sucky. A lot of <laughs> weird crap has happened to me, the most recent of which has been badly hurting my back. You know, it's been an odd year with strange mm. things happening. Let's have a party, you yeah, know? Absolutely. Let's have a Westeros party. So do we want to talk about an initial setup of the episode and then we'll go into our minute challenge? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So we're at 200 years before, roughly, before well, the event. 172. 172, because they say they very said, explicitly, yeah. like, just to spell it out 72 years yeah. before the death of Ares, the Mad King, yeah. and the birth and of Daenerys, Daenerys, which happened at the same time, yeah. basically. That's her birth. So then you've got to yeah. add years to when she's, you know, a teenager and all the stuff happens to her, starts happening to her. So roughly 200 years. Yeah, that's it. Since, uh, since between, the events of Game of Thrones. Since the events of Game of Thrones. Or be- before, before the events. Before, of, yeah. yeah. Viserys is the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was put there after the Lord's Paramount chose him. Yeah, the, the, the Great Council. The Great Council chose him over... Oh, was that Harrenhal? That was Harrenhal, yeah. Because it was all ruined. They say that that's that's where it was. Oh, I totally missed that. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, How how? Well, this, this is what we're, 20 seconds we're, into we're our setup. To, we're here to, to spot each other's blind spots. I, wonder, I was just so taken aback by the fact that there was a narrated opening. Yes. Like, um, yes, absolutely. Um, what do you call it? A prologue. A prologue. Yeah. Uh, with a voice going. I think in he the needed, year. though, just, just to explain what the hell's going absolutely. on. Absolutely. But Game of Thrones didn't start that way. It just shot you straight into the action. No, although Game of Thrones started with a weird non sequitur of a cold open if you remember. yes it had the cold open yeah, of, the, of white walkers. the white walkers doing the weird sigil which in the end didn't but, actually mean anything but yes nah. <laughs> but there was no um i've been to the forest where that was shot by the way oh, cool. I, that like the groove in the ground when oh, i did my nice. little game of thrones tour out of belfast and they took us to that forest and we're like oh this is where they had the thing and showed the picture Very it was cool. like oh cool this is where dismembered bodies were awesome <laughs> and then went and sat on the rock that john snow sat on when he and Tyrion were going up to the you're like, the, it's, the it's, wall. Like, it's like we're pressing bums together. Yeah, over time <laughs> and space. But yeah, so there, so there's a, a great council because Jaehaerys has two sons. They've both died. So it's then a, a, a choice between one son's son and one son's daughter. This, funnily enough, is ex- a basically a take of the anarchy, which is uh, what happened after William the Conqueror died and his son, mm. Henry the second became no henry the first became king and then his daughter versus his nephew ended up stephen and matilda that's the anarchy so that that is the historical kind of counterpoint and obviously we know george r R. martin loves his you know european history so obviously game of thrones is the war of the roses yeah 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 so this one this one was sort of the the anarchy was sort of the structure there and they choose the man because man sure yeah that's that's what it is so we have Viserys, we cut to Viserys sort of maybe midway through his reign. Who knows? Could be at the end of his reign. Uh, I'm not towards sure. Towards the end of his He's reign. He's nine years into his reign. He seems oh, sorry, to sorry, be... Viserys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we cut from Jaehaerys. Jaehaerys, yeah. With the ominous voice that he knew that the only thing that could tear apart the House of the Dragon was itself. It was itself. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> cut to Viserys. He's been on the Iron Throne for nine years. He's got a daughter, Rhaenyra. His wife is pregnant, which he assumes is going to be a male heir. Mm-hmm. And then... Action. And then show. Show. Entry. (laughs) 
So, Stu, do you want to start with the minute challenge? I can start with the minute yeah. challenge, absolutely. I want you to start with the Fair minute enough. challenge. Fair enough. Okay, well, the first time on my list was no theme song. Yes! Um, because of that cold open, yes. they just kind of have this weird title card with no title. Just the fire, the, just, the just three-headed the, the, the dragon, a flame. Gold, interesting. Mm. I'm wondering if that's going to be a thing. Surely they'll have a theme song. I said this like, in my recap. It's like yeah. Game of Thrones was so famous for its... That's it. And the theme song was so famous that they thread it throughout the episode. Yes, they do. You yeah. noticed. Yeah. Like there's just wee little snatches of... And especially like right at the end, they're like, oh, and now the Game of Thrones begins. Yes. You know, but... There's no theme song for House of the Dragon. It's really interesting. I thought that they don't have a title sequence. That the, the title sequence of Game of Thrones was so smart mm. because it functions to orient you within that universe. It yes. tells you exactly where everything is and gives you names of places. And would be different yeah. locations based on the locations exactly. that you were about to see. Yeah, so. it, it tells you, hey, so this is where we're going to be this week. Yeah. So just, just have a look. This is what they're all called. We're going to be jumping around a lot. This one probably doesn't need that so much. One, because you're already familiar with Westeros, theoretically. Some mm. people might be coming in. I can't imagine. Can you imagine someone coming into this show having not watched Game of Thrones? Well, interestingly enough, my mum is getting into it. Okay. She like got my dad to get binge because she really wants to watch right. watch this. And she did watch bits and pieces of Game of Thrones, but mm. she watched them all out of order. I'm not oh, entirely... God. I think she... Okay. I don't know if she got a DVD copy that was all bunged up and she right. watched a whole bunch out of order. So she'd tell me things like, oh, yes, I saw this girl do this and then this... And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> so anyway, so that'll be interesting to see if she can follow it because that was one of the things she'd always say, oh, there's just so much, much happening now. There's so much happening. <laughs> I think this one would be easier to, to get into because everything's sort of happening in King's Landing. Well, they give you a very clear premise at the start of the, yeah. the show like that's what the cold open is it's yeah. like here's the deal yes now go yeah. game of thrones started with everyone far flung across absolutely across the empire and not a lot of explanation like it's amazing yeah. that like obviously it was the second go at it because they had a first pilot that was apparently disastrous and didn't hang together at all yeah and they redid it and for, for what it is it really hangs together quite mm. well but they do not hold your hand even slightly. No. Like they just say names and places and yeah. you're just expected to keep up, which I love. Yes. But I do like that this this episode is just like, here's the deal. Here's a little, you get it. Here's a little bit of a, you know, what what is that thing where you, um, you, you step into a slightly warm pool before you then get into the hot pool? Yeah. You, you know, you're, you're acclimatizing acclimatize yes. people to the, to the show. Yeah. So that's fine. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, um and this, and this show obviously all takes place in King's Landing and I think it will go yeah. out, whereas Game of Thrones started with everyone so flung everyone around and, and everyone came, came in. in. Absolutely. This is going to go the other way possibly yeah. or at least sort of expand and like, like an accordion, breathe in, <laughs> breathe out. So maybe they didn't feel... And it's hard to know what they would do because the map thing was so unique. Well, it was so iconic. What, yeah, what, what would could they, they do? do? Maybe they will just have the... The dragon. I mean, shots of dragons flying or something. Yeah. Like, you know, I guess. Would they keep the same motif, that sort of mechanical building yeah. of things? Or? or would it be a map? Like, because I mean, obviously, you know, not not to not to put spoilers, but like there will be uh, locations. Locations. Yeah, of course. Elsewhere, like I wonder if it'll be a map, like a yeah, you know, and like shadows falling over it or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't a know dragon idea. flying around, yeah. looking at yes, places. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, the next time on my list was Dragons. Yes. Uh, it differentiates itself from Game of Thrones by just opening yeah. with a shot of a, dra- a person riding a dragon, which and is great. What do you think? I think that the opening shots of Dragons were really good. Yes. But the shot at the end of Matt Smith and his dragon was a little ropey. 
just like it, I've, like I've heard people say that I didn't think that myself. Like it was I, fine. You know, I'm watching on a TV. I don't know. Like it was fine, but it was just it well, seemed what was, like what was ropey about. It? No, it just seemed like maybe I have motion capture smooth. It just seemed more of like that whole smoothing. We make the dragon fly it sort of really far, it so it's blurring. So yeah. it's it. We don't have to do as much work on it because sure. it's yes. blurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could just be me. I don't. I don't know the ins and outs of CGI. Yeah. I think they did a great job with the CGI mm. in in as an overall thing. I just felt that the earlier shots of the dragons were better, and the one of the dragon setting fire to the corpses, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yes, that was really good. But then the the one of Seraxes, the big Matt Damon's Matt Damon. Oh my god, that's gonna happen! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Matt Smith as Matt, Damon. Matt Damon. That's going to happen a Matt lot. Damon, it's hey. going to be Matt Damon. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, it's a thing now. We do I need it, to put that? Do I need to put that in my recap? We can make it a thing. It's Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Oh my god! It's Matt Damon. So yeah, so his big black and red dragon just seemed by comparison, but I could just be being fussy to find no, it. No, that's fair enough. And also, like, he's a different looking dragon. Um, Caraxes is is a big. Like he's a bit, and he's got a big long neck as well, which yes. is a bit sort of yes. uncanny looking. I mean, maybe, maybe it was that, yeah. yeah. Also, because they had his girlfriend go with him on yes. that, they sort of fled away together, and it looked more CGI. Like her flying cape looked more. Yeah, I, I wonder, like CGI. Yeah, rushed out yeah. a bit more. Yeah, that um, they made sure the opening shots were real good. Yes, that that was I mean, my theory. It's in, like yeah. let's pick and choose where we spend our money. We're opening with a shot of the dragon. Dragon needs to look good because that's going to be what everyone remembers. That's it. Near the end, you know, there's lots going on. You know, it's one of those scenes where the action shifts between some different locations and different time periods, one of which is Matt Damon uh, (laughs) flying away on his dragon with his lady friend. So maybe that can be a little bit, you know, people aren't paying as much attention. Yeah. 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 No, sure. Because it's less of a budget than Game of Thrones was, I think. Oh, they really? have, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, yeah, but certainly by the end of Game of Thrones, oh, yeah, like, yeah, but, but, yeah, I mean, I think there's probably more than what Game of Thrones started with. Oh, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. But yeah, I, <laughs> look, given the the fact that they have dragons from the get go, yes, I imagine that they're probably saving the big dragon stuff to sure for big dragon there, there battles. Is, there is, yeah, that they will come into play. They will come into play. <laughs> We should point out, though, because you have read Fire and Blood, I was going to say, yeah. I've read Fire and Blood. I and know, I haven't. I theoretically know how this story plays out. Although yeah. there's plenty of room for, for surprises. I yeah. Think. Like, I... The, the Fire and Blood yeah. itself is... It's it, it's written like a history. It's book. a history, yes, yeah. yes. It's not a story. It's a, it's a history. It's a it? history. And in-universe as if it's written by an Archmaester. That's right. So there's lots of room for them to play within that framework. But yes. But the broad... Sweep of the story, I, I know yeah. Because Whereas I, read that. Whereas I you have haven't. not. I yeah. own it. I was gifted it, but I have not read it. Yes. Because they, they then announced they were making this series, and I went, you know what? I'm not going to read it, <laughs> so I can have the cold opinion coming yes. in, coming in cold. Absolutely. Um, back to your list. Next up on my list, so we've got dragons. We've also got tits. Uh, yes, we they, do. They, they, uh, you know, so we, we tick both those boxes. Yep. Right uh, off this, the bat, I, I, I made the the joke on Twitter uh, today, uh, just that you know. The showrunners went out of their way to, to say that, like, you know, look, we learned our lesson from Game of Thrones. You know, we're not going to be so gratuitous uh, this time around. <laughs> and then episode one has an orgy scene and, like, various acts of brutal violence. Uh, and I think, you know, I mean, I know what show I'm watching, but it's just funny to see them be like, but also, like, this is Game of Thrones, so strap yourself in, you know? Like, I, this is what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, look, I... 
my favourite bit of all the, the, the tits and tits stuff and orgy stuff <laughs> was when they have a – I'm going to keep saying this now, Matt Damon, Matt Prince Damon, Damon yeah. buys out a brothel sure. to treat all of his city watch officers yes. and then they all say, no, 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 give a speech, give a speech. And so everyone stops – Yes. To listen to him speak, and the, the in the background there is a, like a, I think it's a man and a woman. It could, yeah. and they're in a doggy style position. Mm-hmm. So the woman's on all fours and just her butt in the air, and then the guy's sort of behind her, and they've both got their heads turned back <laughs> to look. I didn't see at this. Ma- oh my god, it's the greatest thing! And I, because I, I was watching on my iPad and I paused it, I was like, they are literally just been told, okay, everyone, stop, stop what you're doing, hold your breathe. position, yeah, all the extras, hold your breathe. position. Now turn back, make sure you're looking in this direction. <laughs> and so you've got these characters watching Matt Damon, and just in the middle, in the background, are these two people who are like mid doggy style. <laughs> Out of respect for the prince, yes, of course. Absolutely, they're like, oh. We'll just watch. Yeah. Okay, let us know when you're done. <laughs> okay, cool. it's just the great. And I was, I don't know. I need somebody to tell me how I can get screenshots and do screen recording so I can try and make gifs because I was trying to take screenshots on my iPad and on my phone. Right. And every time I screenshot, it goes to black. So oh, this, wow. I think there must be something There's in the app. like a, a protection. Yeah, where you there. can't actually get an image. So then what I did was I took a photo. I got it up on my laptop. And yeah, people are definitely making GIFs. So there's some, I don't know. There's, there's got to be a way. But I got a, um, I took a photo with my phone of my iPad and it was so dodgy. It was like fingerprints everywhere. I'm like, I can't use this. <laughs> and then I took a photo of it on my computer screen. Yeah. And that was the one screenshot that I, I sort of took of um, Sir Kristen Cole because I was trying to find a picture of Sir Kristen sure. Cole. We'll get to him. Yeah, I just, I want to get a screenshot of that moment and I can't, I was sitting there, pervert that I am, screenshotting <laughs> over and over trying to go, why won't it take this picture of this mid-coitus orgy moment? It was just like, it was just the most glorious, like imagine putting that on your resume and going, look, that's me. Look, mum, that's, that's my butt. That's my butt. <laughs> I will say, I, f- I feel like I saw, I mean, obviously all of the women they have in this show are, are drop-dead gorgeous in terms of the women they get to be in the brothels, but there did seem to be a bit of size difference. I saw some yeah, of the curvier was some, there ladies. Was some there was, there was a bit nice. of curviness, which was nice to see, because normally they're all just like tiny, tiny women, but... Um, the, uh, the, yeah. lady, the lady playing Masaria obviously is... Uh, so that, that's know, her name, that's... Masaria, yes. She, her, I, I, like, her body is like not physically possible. She's she's very good looking, yes. But like her her body is like like no like how is a human being able to <laughs> like her skin was so perfect and her yes. like her all muscle like no fat mm. but like fat but not like like just curve mm-hmm. like how yeah. how who some people are just how do these genetic freaks exist. <laughs> And she's just standing there cuddling Matt Damon. But we'll get to that. That's Absolutely, on my list. Yes. That's on my I'll list. I'll leave that to you. But yep. um, the next item on my list was... It's weird because the, the way that the episode is structured, we know that we're losing the two female leads fairly soon. And I, I, I'm kind of disappointed about Me that. Too. Because you know what? I quite liked. I think it's uh, Millie Alcock who plays... Yeah, and uh, she's Ramira. Australian. She's an Australian yeah. actress. Um, and uh, the... Uh, Actress who plays... Uh, Alison. Alison. Yeah. I thought they had really good chemistry. I thought they were both really good. I think um, uh, Rhaenyra's... I like Rhaenyra She was more. better, she was yeah, great. yeah. Um, but they're both really good. And I thought they had good chemistry and, and they... 
Well, yeah, because they, they, well, they're sort yeah. of the young versions. Yeah, of... so they're the young versions. So about halfway through the the series, we're gonna we're gonna flip to the older. We're gonna versions. have a fast forward. Yeah, yeah. So someone described it as like the crown, and I guess in a way it kind of is. Like it's very much, you know, a oh, dramatization yeah. of, of events that in, in quotes happened. Yes. Um, so you sometimes need to flash forward. Yeah, you need to flash forward a bit. So age up I, some I think, characters. I think that's the only that's the only flash forward that's gonna necessitate a character change. For now, anyway. Well, I think, I think there'll be the, other kids then. There's going to be kids the, later that they'll probably flash forward. Well, they'll have to grow up. Um, Lord Corliss, the sea snake, and um, yes. his wife, Rhaenys. Rhaenys. These names are going to kill me, Stu. <laughs> these names. Spelling it's, these it's names. Rhaenys and, and Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. But spelling all these names, it's going to drive me absolutely. Sure. There's too many Ys. There's too many AEs. They're all Targaryens. There's, so they've all got these the, crazy but, names. But, you know, but where the R and the Ys go and the Ls and the Ys and the As <laughs> and the Es and the RYSs. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my God. But look, it is, it is Game of Thrones. You signed up for this. This is, this is, oh, what, yeah, this is yeah. what this is. I, I, Stu, all of this comes with the caveat of is mm. I'm I'm I wouldn't be doing anything else. Oh, absolutely! But it's just it's every time I have to go back and check my it's spelling like, and go, <laughs> no, it's R H A E, not R H E A N Y R A. Like it just yeah. always gets like there's certain words that I can never spell did confidently. You, did you ever... Like I can never spell maneuver without double <laughs> right. checking it. Yes, exactly. I just can't ever spell maneuver. Did you ever get the spelling me. of Daenerys right? By the end, because yeah, right. <laughs> it's but you, I would always get because it's D A E N E R Y S. Yeah. But half the time I would put Daenerys with an A. Yes. Because that's often how it's pronounced. It's Daenerys it. as opposed to Daenerys. <laughs> uh, so Danny is always a good nickname. Exactly. So I'm going to have to start giving everyone nicknames. Well, a lot of people have started calling uh, Rhaenyra Ray, which I think is good. Oh, okay. I, I haven't seen that. Bit of a Star Wars crossover. I guess. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ray yeah. Targaryen. Ray. Hey, I'm Ray Targaryen. I'm Ray Targaryen. You want dragons? I got dragons. <laughs> you want a dragon ride? Come on, I'll give you a dragon ride. No, don't tell your mother. It'll be fine. Just jump on the back of this dragon. <laughs> Just give me 50 cents. 50 cents. Fair dragon is fine. It's fine. What do you mean dragons eat people? They don't eat people. You don't look delicious at all. I'm not going to feed you to my dragon. I'm Ray Targaryen. <laughs> <laughs> Hey! <laughs> I was mostly just interested. In yeah. um, the whole rest, of the, whole rest of the podcast. Yeah. Hey, let's talk hey. about uh, let's talk about, about Prince Damon. He's my he's my uncle. He's a bit of a wag, you know. He's a bit of a character. <laughs> Back to you. Yeah. So those those two actresses, I think they're really good. Mm. Um, I, I like that they're doing it. I'm sad that we will definitely be losing mm. them after a few episodes. But like, I think. I have seen some preview sort of recaps or and reviews that have seen the first six episodes, I think, and they say Jesus. Once. Yeah, they they've released the first six to reviewers. Bastards. I know. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I know. I'm glad because I you get wouldn't to experience want to, it. Even when I did get back in the day detailed. when I was at at uh, Fairfax, which is now nine. For a few seasons, I got screeners, but it was only yeah. ever the first the three. Yeah. No, no, it was only ever the first three or four. Yeah. About series three, series four, mm. they would send me screeners. Oh, okay. And it would be the first three or four episodes of the series. Yeah. And that's all. And sure. then that stopped because of the leaks and the, you know, they I just, think, they stopped giving out review copies I, at all. I, I think they gave six episodes because they wanted people to see both. Both sets of actors. Sets of actors. Yeah. Yeah. That um, makes sense. Because, yeah. yeah. Like, and with the first series, it's more, if this takes off and everyone gets behind it, yeah. they will 
pull that back because yeah, they don't need you to <laughs> they don't pimp need the them. Yeah, yeah, they don't need you yeah. to pimp them, and they want to keep it a surprise for people. Absolutely. Everything I've seen of the two older actors, actresses, and that that sounds really nasty, but but like you know the the the, oh. two, the ones who play the older characters. I was looking them up. I think the 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 girls playing the young versions are like about twenty. Yeah. The girls playing the old versions are thirty. Yeah. You know, we're That's not. It. This is Hollywood for you. We don't. You know, they've, they've got they've got younger actresses who they can who then play age younger. Up yeah, they they. I the figure them the girls to be about fifteen. Yeah, they're they're, they're sort of yeah. mid teens. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're, they're not. They're not children children one's 19 and one's 22 in real life yes but they're um, playing but they're playing like 15, 15 16 yeah. yeah 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 so i think they're really good and i think yeah. I, it'll be sad to see them go but i'm excited to see the two who replaced them because apparently they're fantastic okay so that'll be groovy really good. the next item on my list was um look <laughs> matt damon is a bastard but otto is a c-bomb um oh man <laughs> that was a great line um, what a line! You know, like we've, we've really and that was the only C bomb of the um, yeah of the yeah, episode. Absolutely, because we got a few C bombs over the course of Game of Thrones. Like that was oh yeah, all the yeah. time. Yeah, they they were constantly dropping um, it. So, the Hound, he was all over yeah, the C bomb. That's true. Um, but it was just the delivery as well. He was like, I see Otto Hightower for what he is. You know, a loyal and unwavering <laughs> hand just before he cuts him off. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's the show I'm here for. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Because um, he is. Uh, you know, he, he's, he is. But I would uh, argue he's not Littlefinger. No, I, he's not. I don't. And I th- I'm Nobody glad. Is. Nobody yeah. is. Nobody's in this Littlefinger, show, as so. I said in my recap, Littlefinger has a very specific set yes. of sociopathic tendencies and psychosexual, sec- psychosexual power fetish, yeah. pe- fetishes. He's a unique yes. snowflake, little finger. Absolutely. Hightower to me is more in a traditional sense of, like I think Littlefinger is genuinely like insane, whereas Hightower is more that bureaucratic. Sure, Damon's not wrong when he says he's a second son grasping for position. Yes, which is yes. absolutely what he yes. is. But yes. he's also not out for power for its own sake. Like he's one of these guys who genuinely, he genuinely believes, I think that Damon would be a loose cannon on the on the throne. Yeah, and I think yeah. he's probably got a touch of the Varys. A little bit, although I think he's far Varys? more... Varys. He's far more, Varys. Varys, yeah. yeah. He's far more self-interested than Varys was. Varys genuinely yes, was yes. like, I believe in the realm. Yes, like, but he's got that sense about people. Yes. He shares Definitely. that with Varys, yeah. But having said that, Damon's not wrong either. Like, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, like the idea that he needs to clean up King's Landing... Is true. It's just mm. that he's done it in the worst way possible. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that I think will become a running theme. Where Damon's not wrong; he's just an asshole. Yeah, you know, like that's kind of the kind of the theme. That's about my list. Although I did, I did write down uh, all gold cloaks of bastards. Um, <laughs> I thought it was very funny. Oh, that's great! I thought it was very funny that the costuming made it look like they were done up in medieval SWAT gear. I thought that was that was oh, very yeah. cool, like the helmets and the shields yeah, and yeah. stuff. It's very like SWAT sort of thing. I I said that in my recap. It's like, look, clearly, a city constabulary turning on unarmed <laughs> yeah. citizens yeah. without More oversight. To the modern day. It's purely a fantasy yeah, fantasy show, show thing. Well, yes, no, that's that's good to mention there. I'll go through my list a bit. Um, my first thing was just I love this whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's great. It's great so whenever I do the min- minute challenge, I'm always like, I can't think of something, so I'll just write down how I'm feeling. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down Matt Damon's butt. How funny. I wrote down Matt Damon's butt. <laughs> brackets. Brackets. And peen? Question mark? Because there I was a moment. you conducted a forensic analysis. Uh, you that. know, Stu, I'm very dedicated to my work. Yes. And I was watching and went, hang on a second. <laughs> 
hang on a second. And there so when is, there I rewatched it, politic dance, but yeah, very Austin Powers style. He's he, so this is the first scene. He's kind of and Matt Damon. I think Matt Damon. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. <laughs> Matt Smith. I think Matt has Smith. been working out because he seems more full in the upper body than when he was Doctor Who. We saw him with his shirt off in Doctor Who and he was much skinnier, I will say. Although he does have a fairly athletic frame. Yeah, he's like a lanky guy. You know, tall, lanky guy. Probably a runner, you know. Um, He he played played soccer. Oh, there you go. Like semi-professionally before he had to retire. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Get him into Ted Lasso. Yeah. Off you go. (laughs) Um, He is... uh, I think well cast in this role. I sure. think he's great at. Bit. Was it you who was tweeting about how all Doctor Who's have been going on to play villains? Yeah, so, someone said. Um, someone someone mentioned that many of the recent actors who have played Doctor Who went on to play Marvel villains, and I was like, well, yes, because the Doctor is at his at his core more of a trickster figure than a traditional hero, mm. um, and therefore the actors that play him are good at playing mercurial characters like that Mm. which is why matt smith is going to be so good in this role as we've already seen like Mm. he can play soft and sympathetic but also an absolute bastard Mm. you know like he can do both we've seen that someone someone also pointed out it's because they all have a british accent and in american (laughs) films you have a british accent you're evil um which look but i remember seeing peter capaldi as a villain in Tom Jones in 1997, they did a version of the BBC after yeah. the success of Pride and Prejudice. They're like, what else can we do? Yeah. And they did a version of Tom Jones, very different to Pride and Prejudice. This is um, Thomas, sure. um, not Tom Thomas Hardy, but is it Thomas Hardy? Yeah, maybe it is. Anyway, his books were 60 years prior and it's yeah. all bawdy, ribald, sure. sex and violence. Like yes. it's all just brothels and yeah. prostitutes. It's not, it's and not Regency. It is not, yeah it's, yeah, it's not looking at Mr. Darcy through a window yeah. in, in the rain yeah. over a fence. Um, it's more Game of Thronesy. Almost. It is. It yeah. is a bit more Game of Thronesy. It's all And Peter Capaldi was a villain in that whose job was to try and deflower the, the, the female hero of the series. Sure. And he was this sort of lecherous... Um, nobleman kind Which of character, he was quite good at and he was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was before I really knew who he was. Um, so yeah, and obviously he played Malcolm Tucker, who's the big one, yes. who's clearly a villain. <laughs> um, but then he was in that Torchwood special, The Children of Earth, where he was a really sympathetic, sweet mm. man trying to do his best. You know, so I, and then obviously he played the doctor, and then he played and the doctor, and was secretly the best version with, of the revived series. Oh, really? Oh. He's one of my favorites. Anyway. There you go. Yeah. He's great, but he's he's. Again, he's got that slight, you know, I don't mean this in a, in a pejorative way, but that slight sort of autistic, you know, yeah. spectrum-y, like, uh, can I talk to real people? Can I, you yes, know, that yeah. sort of slight, uh, you know, uh, a discomfort with normal human-human relations, sure, you know. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so Matt Smith as this character. And when he did, when he actually turned up to the, because the whole thing is that he hadn't been turning up to the small council meetings because yeah. he can't be bothered. But then after he does his big raid, he does turn up mm-hmm. uh, to hear what Otto Hightower has to say about him. And um, he actually talks and he says, it's like, I don't know if, if you would leave this place, the safety of the Red Keeper, yeah. you might go and find out that the people here find the city terrifying yeah. and a bit shit. Yeah. Like, so he's got this quite, he's got this thing of, he's a bastard, but gee, make some points. Well, that's right. Like, exactly. and that's and that's why I yeah. can see having a you know a nice, healthy, toxic relationship with with Damon Targaryen yeah, because he's not an outright villain, even though he dresses in a scary black like bad guy armor. Um, yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, he's, he's that's not all ego. A villain, 
You know, he's but much more, in... much more. This, like, I mean, even even more so than like Jamie Lannister. Like, he's very much a bastard, but he's got some good points. You know, yes. like that's definitely. This is more, I mean, and in that scene with his um, with his lady friend, where he's kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm all dominant and I'm I can have sex, woo, <laughs> and then he like can't, and he goes to have a sit down, and he picks up his you know flowery man robe and there's a glimpse as he turned because i didn't even notice his butt like i didn't realize that was a thing because when i looked when i looked on twitter everyone was like oh my god and peach emojis and i was like oh yeah that was his butt i was more intrigued by the fact that he turned around at some point and this thing fluttered and i was like pretty sure i saw a glimpse of (laughs) flesh i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that i saw that there so i did go back and try but the lighting is so dark they've really They've, hopefully someone will be able to come along and clean yeah, up those images. Yeah, if someone can, just get mm. in there with a flashlight and just... But, Absolutely. I mean, they it's it's Miguel Sapochnik who did the uh, the Battle did, of the Long Night directed, or whatever it was. He did, he did direct the Battle of the Long Night, yes. um, Is that what it was called? The Battle for the Dead? The Battle for the Living? The Battle of Winterfell. Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. yeah. Battle of Winterfell. And that was always criticised for being too dark. So it's like, yeah. yeah, Miguel, get some lights in there. Get some LEDs. <laughs> just throw some uplights in there. If we can get some uplights onto Matt Smith's... Some, some fill lights. Please, yeah. yeah. Let's go. Just, it's some fill. Can I get some fill <laughs> on the side? But he was quite sensitive in that scene. He was like, oh. and yes, yeah. I know he's all like, huh, oh, I'm not going to be the heir anymore. No one likes me. You know, yes, of course, he's <laughs> selfish son of a bitch. But it showed that he has some knowledge of who he is as a person. Yes. And how he's got to kind of show strength through brute force. Uh, which he does with the cops. What did, what did you think of the scene with the uh, with the cops? Just going to uh, town. Well, I mean, I mean it, was a, it was a choice. It was certainly <laughs> a choice. Um, and I did wonder, like, I mean, it's it's done for a reason. It's done to show that Damon is ruthless and will take brutal action if required. Yes. Um, I do wonder if it is the show basically setting up a boundary and sort of saying... Yeah, we're, we're, we're Game of Thrones, guys. Like, yeah. this is this is what we do. We're going to do some ultra-violence. There will be some pretty nasty acts of violence in this <laughs> show. Um, and then it's contrasted later with the violence at the... Uh, at the tourney. At the tourney. Yeah. And obviously the violence of... We'll the, get to that. Yeah, we'll get absolutely. to that. Um, but, like, this is a violent world. It's a violent show. Yeah. Um, and they were sort of putting their stamp early, saying, this is what happens. Like, you know... Get ready if you don't like this. I also felt that it showed that Damon is good at motivating people. Like he's obviously a natural leader because his whole thing has been he's transformed the City Watch from a bunch of derelicts into a crack team of dog whistling, not dog whistling, dog howling morons. Um, the shades of the Northman. There, we're gonna go. I haven't seen the Northman. It's great. It's oh, so good. It, anyway. it seems like a stew movie. It's a very stew movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buff guys fighting. <laughs> buff, buff guys against, pretending to be animals, like against being... in a beautiful Nordic backdrop. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> fantastic. One hundred percent in. One day, Stu, can we all go like as a big group of friends and let's just go to like Iceland and just. It was so great. Sure. I think you would love that. <laughs> we can just take swords and just sword fight. Absolutely. That would be great. We have to go in find, summer find though because it's, it's – re- oh, there's lots. Yeah, yeah. They're e- real easy. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Absolutely. That would be really great. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> My Patreon is patreon.com. <laughs> that could be, be a stretch goal. <laughs> That's a stretch yeah. goal. If you can donate just $1 to fulfill my dream of taking Stu to Iceland <laughs> to sword fight <laughs> – 
please. Every minute. We would film it. <laughs> every, every minute a stew is not in Iceland sword fighting. <laughs> you can change that. That's it. Be the change you want to see in the world. Be the change you want to see in the world. Specifically, the change of <laughs> Natalie's stew, sword fighting or Iceland. You know that that's how this is going to end. Yeah. It's like Holmes, Holmes and Moriarty down the Reichenbach Falls. It's Stu and Nat going, right, we're out. Guys, we're, we're done. We're done with this. It's a sword fighting end for us. Yeah. Everyone's okay with it. Everyone's Absolutely. okay. We've taken care of everyone. All the business has been taken care of. No one's going to suffer. <laughs> We're just going to go out this way. It's going to be glorious. Fantastic. And we better get the TikTok views for this, okay? Absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, Matt Damon and uh, Potential Paint. I'm really gunning for full frontal male nudity in this. We have had a bit I think, in Game I of think, Thrones, you know, but you I... Might, you might get some. You I know, that's, that's, my, that's my alpha and omega, you know, just getting the male nudity out there. We need more of it. I also wrote down dragons, but Absolutely. we've talked about dragons. Yep. Dragons. dragons. I wrote down. Have I, you, just just quickly, have you clocked all their names like so far? So, Syraxes is the big black Sy- one. Syrax is no, no, no. Syraxes. Oh, sorry. Yes, is Matt mind. Damon's Matt Smith Damon Targaryen's dragon is Syraxes. Caraxes. Caraxes. Yep. Oh, sorry. That's right. Caraxes. Know, so hard, you know what. Syrax is the big red dragon that, that Matt Damon writes. Yeah, it's yeah. red and black. He's called he's called the Bloodworm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Cyrax is the golden one that Rhaenyra Rhaenyra flies, which seems to be growing. Like it's a younger dragon. Younger dragon. Yeah. It's growing. growing. Uh, That's all I have. That's all that they really had in there. Yeah. Um, Rhaenys rides Vhagar, who's a much older, bigger dragon. Oh, okay. um, Who I imagine we'll see later on. Um, so what course, is Dra- we, saw, we saw the skull of Beleriand. We saw the skull of Beleriand. Um, we'll get to that. Who honestly not quite as big as I think he should be. Like he should be bigger. I think. I mean, a lot of it would be flesh around the skull. Sure, sure. Think, but yeah. like you know, I do think I think that skull should be bigger. But like he's pretty big. But that's it's pretty big. I was guess. that was that skull in Game of Thrones as well? Crypt- uh, no. I thought I it was in the crypt no, or something. Maybe it was. Maybe, yeah. there were, maybe there was one down there. Because they had they had the heads and they, they got smaller and in the, in the crypts. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember whether we saw Valerian's um, skull. But um, yeah, we saw it here, which was very cool. I also wrote down opening narration, and we've discussed that. Yes. What I did write down is here: daddies and daughters. There is a bit of that. Which I didn't really pick up as a theme in my written recap, and as always happens, there's just so much going on over here. But there was definitely the difference in relationships between Viserys and Rhaenyra and Otto and Alicent and how they view their daughters and how, how malleable are those views? How, Mm. how, because Viserys's challenge is, well, he's, he's kind of like Henry VIII to begin with. He's like, I've got to have a boy. Well, sort of. Although he is, he does love Rhaenyra. Oh, he's like, very he's, fond of. He's yeah, you can her, you can but, see that he's fond of her when yeah. she turns up to be his cupbearer, and she's like, "Come yeah. on now," he, he says, <laughs> "Come on, you 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 can't be late, or you'll be leaving people wanting cups." Yes. But he very much sees her as she'll get married off, she'll have babies. That's her role, and yeah. that's and that's where he, that's where that's the box that she is in. Sure. Because of the way that he's been brought up, because of the generations of male primogenitor. That's how he is. Yeah. Otto Hightower has lost a wife recently. So there's, yeah. there's a lot in common because yeah. Emma dies in this episode, which we'll, we'll sure get does. to. She sure does. Um, and uh, Otto has recently lost his wife. Yeah. He has a son, 
because yeah. he's he's he has, in the tourney. He two sons. Oh, oh maybe, but he's in the, he's in the tourney. Yeah. That's yeah. right. But how he sees his daughter is very much a political a pawn a pawn. Yeah. And he sends his daughter off to comfort Viserys yes. after his wife dies, and he's like, "Go visit him. Go on, just wear one of your mother's nice dresses yeah. and say hello. Dress up nice and be near the grieving." Yeah, kid. and it's Who like, "Who knows what might happen?" Gross, gross, dude. <laughs> so gross. Um, but yeah, and and but Viserys then through the trial of having his wife and son die in this horrific manner. Mm. Um, and realizing, uh, uh, here's the question. So where the, the split happens is, um, let, let's let's look, let's let's talk about the 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 birth. let's talk about Emma and the baby. Sure. And the tourney, and we'll get to we'll it's, get to it's the a central sequence. It of is. The, of the, the, yeah. The and did you did you get like I did? I didn't, but I love that you pointed it out. <laughs> that the, the tourney field looks like a vagina. Yeah. Like, it's like this oval shape with a split up the middle yeah. and it's like wow it's literally this giant i don't vagina. know how i didn't see that very blatant <laughs> piece of like, thematic and, design and but, yes, but then also right. because it's got the the jousting the tourney the jousting sort of fence in the yes. middle yeah from above it look again i was trying to screenshot it and couldn't freaking screenshot mm. it but it looks like you know a, an incision the way sure. they used to do c-sections which was yeah. go vertically down the belly yes. And they don't do that anymore. They no, go, they go they, they go across more discreetly, um, but that's that's kind of the that's sort of what it looked like. This yeah, great big gash bit. in it, you know. So I was like, oh my god, the symbolism. So the men are out on the field, jousting about by choice. Mm. Bang 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 bang. Why are they killing each other? How annoying would that be to well, like train up as a it, knight? But, but yes, absolutely. Like, like you, you've you've got these. The, the whole premise is that you've got the cream of the crop. They, have, they don't have anyone to fight. No, 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 I know that. But, like, surely killing each other would be illegal on a tourney field because don't you want to save your knights for, like, um, actual battle? Like, what's the point? People have to train. They I have suppose, to get the gear. Yeah. And then they go to a tourney and get smashed in the face until they're dead. That just I mean, seems... that's the risk. You're not using padded weapons. It like just seems like weapons. such a freaking waste. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah. And they, they sort of comment on it. Like, yeah. you know, that this is what they have now because they don't really have any wars to fight. Yeah. So uh, it's like, yeah, oh, he died in attorney. Like, it was just gross. Yeah. It was so gross. Um, <laughs> and Again, it's, it's a brutal, violent world. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was great that Viserys could project across that whole Colosseum. He's got great projection. Real good diaphragm work. Right. Just yeah. out there, chest voice, just straight out. Hey, everyone. Having said that, I do wonder if the... the I, I was thinking about this, the, sh- the shape of his little yeah, dice... Yeah, maybe it was like is a... a bit, is a amplified. bit amplification. But yeah. then, wouldn't that mean that all the conversations that are happening in there would probably be amplified? Yeah. I, you don't want that. Shut up, you. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to watch the brutal fighting. Uh, yes, I thought that too. He's like, ah, oh, everyone, it's a great day. And Queen Emma has begun her labours. Woo! Yeah. And just imagine the people Absolutely. off in the corner going, what did he say? Yeah. What's that? Lame. Um, he, Prince Emma's giving him a favour. Oh. <laughs> Again, don't count your chickens before they're hatched. He's very, just so confident. He's very confident. And she's not confident. No. Because she's <laughs> like, guy, I've had, you know, so many miscarriages, stillbirths. Yeah. I, you know, I'm done. Like this one, I'm done. Yeah. I just can't do this anymore. Absolutely. Closing the factory. And I appreciated that. I do wonder, though, if that influenced him into whether he would have acted differently sure. had had he thought, well, she might survive and we can try again. But he was like, well, she said no. 
it, yeah. it could be a son. I've got to try. And so they, they agree to do the cesarean. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where, um, yeah, I think they, they definitely want you to be thinking about that. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, horrific. Um, that scene did not endear anyone to the prospect of childbirth, I would imagine. No. <laughs> Fortunately, that's not how they do it now. I mean, great. Um. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's still it's it's the, the the basic premise of the of the motion of the of the physical act. Yes. Is Childbirth is a horror show. Natalie. It's it's um, a yeah. It's an absolute You've horror been show. there. I've, I've not. I I've been there in a in a Observatory uh, capacity. Observatory <laughs> capacity, uh, and it is even even in that capacity, it's not pleasant. Yeah, I got sprayed. I've, I've told this story before. Oh, that's I got right. sprayed with blood uh, in the face <laughs> at the birth of my daughter. So, like you know, and that's coming out at the eighteenth yeah. and the twenty-first. Oh yes. oh yes, that's a story I'll plan to tell for a long time. But basically, it's a it's a horror show, mm. um, and especially if it's a C-section and. Back in those days, like, that was it. Yeah. You know, as we see, like, this this was not a something you could just stitch them up again. Like, you know what they needed? What? They needed Morgan Freeman from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Well, we talked about this. Because he, like, he knows how to do an episiotomy. Like, what did he do? He, like, well, didn't we work out it was an episiotomy? I think someone yeah, said it was yeah. an episiotomy where they did a small incision sort of, to sort of ease the passage. Yeah, yeah. A yes. bit more room. Yeah. So they can sort of squeeze Which it. Which I was, I was wondering, I did wonder, like, uh, surely that's an option? Is that, I mean, it's a breech birth, so it's not going to, uh, they couldn't turn it, but, you know. Maybe it just wasn't, maybe it was stuck or something, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, for drama's sake, that's what they needed to do. Poor Emma is like, no, 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 no. But, yeah. like, she's going to die anyway, I, I would assume. Um, Maybe, I don't potentially. know. Potentially, I mean, like. she I can't think, pass I the baby. The idea, the idea was that, yeah, she she's, wasn't going to yeah. the baby and so that. And yet, like. It is a pretty horrific way to go out, and oh it's, no doubt it's framed. They're, if they're I had a choice, if I had to choose between that and being smashed in the face by the tourney field dudes, smash me in the face in the tourney. Yeah, sure. At least it's quick. Yeah, that's. At right. least I'm in armor. I, you know, like yeah. let's let's just do that. Just smash me in the face. Um, <laughs> that is that is not a request. Please don't smash me in the face. Yes. If you just see me out and about. Sure. I'm trying to protect. What little I have. Um, <laughs> I don't need any more access. I've already stuffed my back. You, you, you do enough stuff to yourself. I, yeah, I do enough stuff to myself. I don't need you smashing my face in. I'm saying that if I had to choose how I wanted sure. to go out, yeah, smash me in the face with a jousting pole or whatever. <laughs> that that whole scene was uh, quite horrific. Um, I mean, it mirrors, I mean, it's fairly obvious, but it mirrors earlier when she says, like, our, our battlefield is the, yeah. the birthing bed. Yes, and yes. They're, they're juxtaposing it with, like, the, the mock battles that are yeah. happening and people getting brutally killed. Yeah, yeah. And but again, as I said, those men had a choice to be in that tourney. Absolutely. And that, she that's, did that's not have key. a choice. And that's a, the very pointed statement that I yeah. think the episode is making is that, she, that the choice was not hers yeah. at any point uh, in that process. Yeah. It was taken away from her multiple times. Yeah. Um. What did you think about the decision to display it in such graphic detail? Because there, I mean, there has been a, a source of criticism oh, has it? already online. Is that you know? It was but there's quite been worse scene. birthing. Uh, well, I mean, like this was fairly this was fairly full on. They like, had like they... a fake belly with the baby being pulled out, sure. and it was kind. Of, I was watching it like ah, you know, watching it like with my hands over yes. my face, going ah. But it wasn't. I wasn't. 
offended that they did that because yeah. if anything, I was like, that made the point for me. It's like this poor woman. Yes, absolutely. She's been pregnant the whole time. Like yeah. the first time you see her is in that pre-credit prologue. Yeah, and she's pregnant. And she's pregnant with Renera. Yeah. And then she's pregnant again and she talks about all the pregnancies she's lost. But that's her job. Her job is just to make babies. Yes. And she even apologizes that she hasn't done it well enough. And it's like, it's not your freaking fault. That's it. You live in medieval times. <laughs> they don't have anesthetic. They don't have medicine. Yeah. They don't have, but you just forced to do this until you die doing it. Yeah. Cause it's fucked up. So yeah. I, yeah, for me, it was like, yeah, maybe that's what people need to see. Like particularly in the light of Roe v. Wade, um, in America, which obviously is a, big thing, mm. the removal of women's rights. Yes. And that to me is like, okay, well, if you're offended by that, maybe be offended at freaking Roe v. Wade because that's what's going to happen to like 12-year-old girls who get raped and then yes. have to deliver babies. Absolutely. Like that, that to me, that's more outrageous than what Game of Thrones. I thought there was a really, there was a really, I, I absolutely agree. I absolutely yeah. agree. I think the decision to depict a lot of the horror and violence of that birth was very deliberate on the show's part mm. to show what was being done to that woman. Yes. You know, to show, like, it, this is not a good thing. This is terrible and a yeah. terrible thing that's being done. Um, I think there's an interesting juxtaposition between House of the Hot D... Uh, Hot and, D! ...and uh, The Sandman, which we talked about already. Um, because in the, in the 11th episode, the secret 11th episode that they released, one of the big sort of plot points, this isn't a huge spoiler, is that there is a, a rape scene that happens in the comic that it's adapted from. So in the story, in the comic, there is a rape scene Yeah. that they do not have in the show, but the rape still happens. It's just off screen, right? Right. And there's been a lot of praise for the episode because of that. And I basically, a lot of people saying, we don't need to see it. It's about... What it, how it affects the characters. Like, like, showing it would be gratuitous. The story continues anyway in the same way. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, but... Like, I do wonder... It, it depends on the sort of story you're telling. And I think... I think they, may, uh, they arguably made the right decision in Sandman because it's not as, as violent a show. Mm. And, and it's more of a fantasy sort of show. You can... You can argue that the rape scene, like you don't need to see the assault to sort of feel the effect of it. Yeah. But I don't know that that criticism is the same for House of the Dragon. I think, I well, think, you, also, needed, I think you needed to see the violence. Yeah, and that. also I think that's comparing apples with oranges in a sure. bit of a bit because rape scenes are always going to be more sensitive. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I and and it it's down to everybody's. It's so personal. But I've definitely I've definitely seen people say about this episode that they felt it was gratuitous. And yeah, they felt but it was too much. And I'm like, well, are they, uh, do they mean just the childbirth thing or the turning the, as well? The ch well, well, the violence in general, but certainly the childbirth specifically. Yeah, because like, it's not something people talk about or want to know. Sure, absolutely. You know, everything yeah. around babies is supposed to be happy and joyful and lovely. That's the thing. And and in fact, it's you know, as you say, a horror show. Yes. Um, <laughs> But we don't talk about that because we want to continue having babies and absolutely. have people having babies. So we all keep it a secret. Yeah. But women still die in childbirth. Like it's they much, much do. rarer. Yeah. Um, but it still happens. And particularly in places like America in some of the poorer, you know, mm. apparently like rates in, you know, for people living below the poverty line to die in childbirth, the, the risk is so much higher. Like yeah. it's in for a first world nation. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm. 
I'm torn with that kind of thing because I can see, I can, I can see, I can see how people would would find it too much. Yeah, like, the like personally. the oh yeah 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 of course. But you are watching Game of Thrones and you can exactly. just do the whole like okay I'm just not watching this bit or like. It, At some point it, you have to you have to know the show that you're watching. Yeah, 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 and and it's like, would you have been okay if it was just bloodied faces and heads in the tourney scene? Yeah. You know, if it was like, well, I think you've got to show what happens to women as well as what happens to men. Totally. To me, the, it was making the point of the men had the choice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they I, chose I totally to agree. take part. They 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 chose to be in that position. They That's got it. all angry and hepped up on testosterone and pep pills and took each other apart, whereas the woman is like, uh, I've got no choice except the maesters who were telling, you know, these are the male obstetricians yes. of their time. Yeah. Uh, and then they talk to the father and, and that's what used to happen too. I think fathers would make the choice of what to, they would tell the father, what do you want us oh, to sure. do? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's about this whole, like, you know, men controlling women's it, bodies, exactly, which is a big theme, which is the big theme of the episode. Yeah. So yeah, to me, it didn't like, yeah, it was super gross, but I have watched it again. Like I've had it on subsequently a few more times and it's, it, it's been dulled. Mm. By sure. watching it several times. Yeah. Like, not to say that violence dulls your senses, but it's like, okay, no, I've seen that bit, I've seen that bit, and obviously I've got different things I'm trying to write and recap. But, yeah, it was – it was, um, it did not surprise me. It did not offend me. Um, it was a Game of Thrones. Sure. You know, I, I was I was more surprised by the gold cloaks being so vicious, to be honest with you. because yeah, Because yeah. I – Well, they cut a dude's nuts off. <laughs> I know. We haven't talked about the nuts yet. <laughs> We were talking about the nuts, um, but that, it was the it was the ferocity of which it was just summary judgment. Yeah, exactly. It was just we're going out to clean out the streets, almost like they were vigilantes, not yeah, a little policemen. Bit, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And, it was like an armed gang going out. And they just them. went out and went you you you. So had they got intel on these people? Had they got like how did well, they? Yeah, or was, did they just they, pick people? Or I was wondering whether they were because you had like the the sergeant guy sort of pointing at people and going thief. Raper, yeah. like you know, various various charges, and then immediate sentence. Yes. Whereas I was like, are they just? Is he just like randomly picking people, or does he actually know? No. That yeah. Uh, that I was... would have liked a bit more clarity around that. Yeah. That later on they sort of say, yeah, these were all criminals, and it's like, okay, but that that probably should have been communicated before the scene. Yeah. <laughs> So you know what you're watching? He like, could have said that in his speech, you know, we, we yeah. know who we're targeting, yeah, let exactly. us go. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, something like, a line like that could have, should have incorporated yeah, cause, that. because it did feel like they were just going out and getting random people and chopping their hands off. Yeah. Know? Like, it was very strange. It was all limbs in that. Like, did they kill very many people in that scene, though? Well, he beheaded at least one person. He beheaded at least one person. They had a big cart of dismembered limbs, but it seemed yes. to be more like they were just... I think it was a lot, it was a lot of a hands, lot of hands and, and legs stuff, and yeah. just, like, <laughs> that whole eye for an, you're a thief, we cut your hand off. Although, sort of thing. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think what I mean. Hand, you know, thief, you lose a hand. Yeah. I'm trying to think what you do if you're losing a leg, because there was like an entire leg in there. <laughs> I was like, that that guy's probably not, uh... you know, not to make a pun, but that guy's not walking away from that. It's medieval. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're bleeding losing, out. You're yeah. bleeding out after that one. That's... Um, maybe it's uh, fraud or in you know dis- dishonest <laughs> trading or something. Sure. Maybe. Um, oh, being drunk in public? Yeah. You were legless, so you now legless. you lose a leg. 
But I did find it really interesting because I was like, oh yeah, they cut that guy's nads off. Oh my god. Yeah. Because it was it was because you just saw his butt and then you heard this like slam <laughs> slam and then this like yeah. it's very distressing <laughs> noise and him screaming and um I I and then you just saw this close up. And it, again, it was dark and I couldn't quite tell, but I'm like, I think that's just a ball sack. That, that, is, that is a, a, a <laughs> it's just like, ball sack, yes. <laughs> um, and, but at the same time, it's like, I am honestly surprised a rapist got punished. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, this is Game of Thrones we're talking about. Everyone gets angry about rape. Like, historically, sure, you know, when sure. there has been violence against against women, people are like, oh, why are you doing that? And it's like, okay, well, here's a, a rapist getting his nuts cut off. Well, but having said that, this is this is a class based society as well. So yeah. you're talking about lower class people. No, of course. Yes, of, of course. Yeah. No, I'm I yeah, it's it's just funny that I was like, well, well, I mean, if he was a rapist I'd have yeah, to think well, you know, know, I'd really maybe. have to yeah. <laughs> maybe if he was like, Hey, there goes Johnny Rapist, the town rapist. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? I'm the town rapist. Really? Busy schedule? Oh I <laughs> I'm so wrong. I'm going to hell on. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you, anyway, but you get yes, my point. I, I do get your you point. You get my yes. point. If it's like, yeah. well, everybody knows this is Johnny Rapist, but everyone's too scared of him. So why? Well, he'll rape you. Talk about determinism. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm the worst person. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope people understand where I'm coming from, that it's I'm from, sure. like, a good place. It's yes. not like a... I, I am anti-rape. Ravenon has a strong anti-rape stance. <laughs> It should probably be pointed out at this juncture. It's a very pro-woman anti-rape yes, stance. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but that was that was my that, that was the thought that went through my head. Is like I can't believe they actually like punished a rapist. Yes, absolutely. In this society. <laughs> okay, that's, sure. It's just one opinion. No, it's just, absolutely. It's just one opinion yeah. to throw in the mix. Like I'm not necessarily for castration of men. <laughs> not necessarily. I mean, sometimes I think it would solve a lot of problems. Hey. That's true. Even if it was a sort of a temporary thing that you could sort of remove when someone showed <laughs> and proved that they were, That's you know. That's very true, yes. Sorry, that was an aside. Gross childbirth, we've discussed that. Absolutely. That was off my... Now, Sir Kristen Cole, I just want to mention Sir Kristen Cole. Absolutely. He turns up at the tourney. Mm-hmm. Yep. One thing I didn't mention in my recap is that Damon, the first person he picked to duel was Otto Hightower's son. Yes, who he beat the fuck up by yes. tripping up his horse. Tripped his horse and and yeah. I, I, I forgot to mention this in my and, recap. And, and then went and got uh, Alison's favour. Yes, um, so he's yes. So being a complete dickhead. Yeah, yeah. absolute C-bomb, uh, which is great. But his he tripped up his horse. Like, yes. he was so... He cheated. Like, he didn't go for the shield on the and joust. you can tell that he, by the reaction of the crowd. The crowd's, crowd's like, like, oh, oh but it's dude. the prince. Yeah, it's so the prince. So what do you say? And then the horse went over and I was like, oh, no, the horse on the no. horsey. And and then and then the horse got up and walked away and I was so glad they showed the shot of the horse getting up <laughs> they, and walking they away. Dragged the guy away, but the yeah, horse yeah, walked yeah. away. The horse got up and this walked away, and it was like a you know yeah exactly because I was like oh my god that poor horse what happened to the horse? The poor horse got tripped up, but like how it survived I don't know because that would have been pretty brutal. No for yeah yeah absolutely you would and, expect that horse to be dead. But if it was a jousting horse, it's not like a race you know race horses their legs are so thin. Sure. They just snap like these, twigs. These are, these are big war horses. These are big war horses yeah. that have to carry tons of armor. So Absolutely. hopefully it's a little bit more, you know, sturdy. <laughs> yes. But yeah, gosh, that's, um, I wonder if that was CGI or like they, they took, got a horse to fall and then uh, CGI'd I strongly, it up. I strongly suspect that wasn't a real horse. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't think so. 
I think it must have been at the end when it got up and walked away. Oh, yeah, that would have been a real yeah. But, like, I think... The, the I was just so happy that they yeah. showed that. Yeah. Because all these guys can beat each other up and smash their faces in as much as they want, but leave the horses <laughs> leave the horse out of it. What have they ever done to you, okay? Apart from carry your sorry ass around while you literally try and smash each other's faces in. So Kristen Cole, he turns up as some sort of lowborn knight. Yes. He's He's sort of a no one from nowhere. He's a, he's a young up-and-comer. A young up-and-comer. He's turned up. And Obviously he, very good at what he does. Yeah, and he dominates. Yeah. He dominates. And he takes his helmet off at the end and he asks for Rhaenyra's favour. Yes. And she gives it to him. Uh, eh? Eh? Gives it to him. Now, he's a bit <laughs> dishy. So is he the one mm-hmm. who will become this series' Natalie's obsessive fixation? Um, possibly. Is there a chance? Because there wasn't enough for me to really discuss him a whole lot. It was like, look, sure. he obviously is very talented on horseback. You know, he knows how to straddle. That's uh, yes, important. Absolutely. Uh, looks dishy. You know, a bit of the good, dark, good with the lance. dark hair going on. You know, knows how to sort of have a bit of cheeky banter with a lady. Um, uh, which is probably his, more confident. His favourite, his favourite weapon is that morning star. So, like, he knows how to pound. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, let's put on Cole Watch. Cole Watch. Cole Absolutely. Watch. Kristen Cole. I mean, it's a stupid name. Kristen. What kind of a name is Kristen? I, yes, I take your point. It's a fantasy show. It's, it's a, a fantasy show. It's a George R. R. Martin fantasy name. It's a George R. R. Martin fantasy. I would have been happier with John. Sure. John Cole, but fine. So I'm keeping an eye out for him. We can, we can have a regular uh, segment on this podcast, Digging for Cole. <laughs> Call in if yes. you have a good Cole-based pun. Absolutely. For this segment, which is <laughs> digging for coal slash uh, canary in the coma. Yeah, there, there, there <laughs> it's like if we're getting warmer. So call in if you have a good coal-based pun uh, for as we continue with this show. And then the last thing that I wrote, um, I wrote gross childbirth. We talked about that. Was a song of ice yes, and fire. Yes, I'm so glad fire. you wrote this. I forgot to write it on mine, but we were definitely going to talk about it. Oh, boy. Now... Talk me through your reaction. This is when um, Viserys has decided that he's going to make Rhaenyra his heir. And this is because we, we touched on it briefly, but Matt Damon hired out the, the brothel to give a speech. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying, we didn't see him say it, but it was reported that he said... It's interesting that we never yeah, saw him say it. That's I'm toasting fine. my brother, the heir yeah. for a, my nephew, the heir for a day. The heir for a day. And that insult... To and and that to me it makes sense that he would say something like that because yeah. he's a bit of an asshole. But you also well you also get the and sense though because he's kind of he's kind of sitting down and upset and he is a dickhead. Yeah. But he's also he wouldn't have he thought that much about it. That's right. And he's but he, but he's the kind of guy who reacts in the moment. Yes. And in the moment he's being egged on to give like a speech to his men. Yeah. It's a Be very a big rebel-y. tough guy. Yeah. It's a very festive atmosphere. Yeah. So you do, because you see him, He's you see he's still, you know, a little bit sad and yeah. upset, you know. Because, he told Rhaenyra at the yeah. funeral, you're going to need, your father is going to need Absolutely. you. Absolutely, because he does genuinely love his brother. Mm. And, and Viserys loves him, like they're brothers, that they, yeah. they have a genuine affection for each other. When, when he's dressing him down... Uh, he calls him into the throne room and he's sitting there with his crown and his mm. sword and, and then he says, did you say it air for a day? And he really lets loose at him and there's yeah. a lovely spark of the famous Targaryen anger. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You've been laughing it up with your whores and your licked spittles. And when he fights back and says, you're weak and I would protect you and mm. you've never asked me to be your hand and you send me away and you try to get me to do all these yeah. other things but they are using you and I would not, I would tell you the truth. Yeah. 
and you see Viserys's face being like, oh, this is my brother. Like you see the conflict on yes, his face absolutely. that he is like, oh, I don't want my brother to leave, but I have to because he's he's insulted me yeah. and it, and it's gone around town. It, it's it's been mass reported. Mm. I have to act. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Out of both personal reputational damage and also the, the king, you know, the king's reputational yeah. damage. I have to act, but it's, it still hurts because it's my brother and I can't believe my brother did this to me. Mm. So he has decided to ditch Damon in favor of Rhaenyra and it's like a light bulb goes on and he sees her for the first time going, yeah. actually, you're pretty cool and you're pretty put together and you're kind yeah. of smart, which we've seen how smart she is talking to Alicent. And Alicent seems to be a little bit, not dumb, but a bit more like a normal person where Rhaenyra is like, I'm a smart ass. I know everything. You know, <laughs> sure, so, yeah. so she's a smart girl. She's clever. She's a dragon rider. She seems to be well liked. Mm-hmm. I love the fact she's that the she's... Realm, she's the realm's delight is the is the nickname that she has. Is that what they call her? Yeah. Oh, well... When she's young. I love the fact that she's late to everything. Yes. <laughs> I so this loved that. I was like, I am with you. Yeah. I, I am also incapable of being on time. And I, <laughs> I just want to say, I understand. Thank you for... De- Thank you for portraying a late character, like a person who's always late. I, yeah. lo- I just love that. That's just not something you see. And nobody ever sort of is shown to be late unless it's like a comically, oh, no, I'm running late for this job interview. You know, it's just like someone who's like turns up here, turns up there. And they're always a bit late. Anyway, so he tells her, hey, you need to, you know, you need to look at Beleriand and tell me what, what do you see in the dragons? And I'm naming you my heir, basically. And goes through all this stuff. And then you start to see the juxtaposition with her being dressed for a naming ceremony and people starting to kneel and yes, pledge allegiance yeah. to her. And then he says, there's something else I need to tell you. Yes, so walk me through your reaction to this revelation. I was, I, I didn't know what it was going to be. And then he started sort of explaining what it was. And I was like, oh boy, they're going there. Aegon didn't there. just yeah. conquer Westeros. Because... This is huge because even in the Game of Thrones books, it's never really hinted that Aegon did it for anything other than conquest, mm. right? And and in Fire and Blood, there's no suggestion that it was anything other than conquest. Really? And yet... So like, this is the new original thing that, that they're that, weaving in. We know in. that George R. R. Martin is heavily involved in this series. Yeah. So this is definitely something that you can point to and say, I think this is what it was always meant to be. I think that it, it's so interesting and it's such a good way to tie it into yeah. Game of Thrones yeah. because you, it would become very easy for the show to become a bit detached and sort yes. of be like, oh, well, actually, this will be its own thing and we're, we're not really going to refer to yes. events in the future. And it's like, no, there's this thing, there's this shadow hanging over everything, just like there was in Game of Thrones. Mm. And to have that as, like, the secret motivation of every Targaryen king mm. from the Conqueror right through to the Mad King, mm. you know, it's like, oh, wow. Well, that, that casts everything in a completely different light, this burden hanging over the door. Yeah, uh, but it's interesting to know where, you know, how clear that message was delivered down well, it the also, ages. Well, it also explains so much about... Um, well, exactly, yeah. It'll be you really know, interesting to see because we know... That uh, uh, god, his name, his name's gone, but um, the the Targaryen prince that um, fought against Robert, Rhaegar. Uh, Rhaegar. Yes. Um, we know that Rhaegar was obsessed with creating the prince that was promised, right? Ah. There was that, That's the reason. Oh, I forgot about that term. Yeah, the left, prince that was promised. He left his wife and, and shacked up with with Lyanna Stark because he knew that he had to 
create this prince that was promised that was going to stop the long night. Oh. Right? So that hung over him. And he was the heir apparent. He was the heir to the Iron Throne. Oh, my God. I totally forgot that in my so, reading of the so whole thing. So that makes sure that... You know, because so to me it was to me been, it was like oh my god, it's like justification for Danny. It's like justice for Danny because she bit. was the Targaryen on the throne. Yes, if it makes sense, yeah. she was the queen, and he had bent the knee to her, but and also, they survived the long well, night. Well, but also a way of thinking about that is that John technically was a Targaryen. That's you're exactly right, and um, that's yes, what I missed in there, that. There I was had, so excited. There must be a Targaryen on the throne how to was defeat that, the long how night. How was I more obsessed with Danny than with John? I mean, that's, well, because there's maybe that's personal growth. There's been a lot of. Uh, commentary about Danny, yeah, in the, in the sort of swirl around this show, right? yeah, a lot, of, a lot of revisiting of whether or not she was done dirty. Uh, but it's the case that she did. Yes, she went. She had other things going on with her Targaryen mm. dual nature, but she still was there and she still committed to fighting. Yes, you know the the battle Absolutely, of Winterfell. Yeah, yeah. But, but it was all sort of leading up to this massive. But it battle. was kind of both of them, I guess. It was the fact yeah. that they were both there at exactly. the same time, exactly having sex. <laughs> Still not over it, uh, but yeah, I saw. Well, I, I was. I was. I, I get used to that idea. If I were you. Oh really? Yes. You think there's going to be some incest? Hey, look, there's a lot of Targaryens around. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, there really are, aren't they? Did you feel that the Damon was flirting with with Rhaenyra a bit? I, I couldn't possibly say. I oh okay. All right. <laughs> That's what it was. It was I, I just got more like a bit sassy, but then I was like, oh wait, they're Targaryens. Yeah. Like that could be. You could both read that, that as. That's over here. You could read that as yeah. yeah. And and she says to him in the brothel, like I could get you a maiden with silver hair. I was just like, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. gross. Yeah. Um, but yes. Um, the a Song of Ice and Fire, and he's literally holding the Valerian steel dagger. Yes, yes, the one, exactly. The yeah, one yeah. that the one that was used to stab. The one that runs throughout Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, that used one. To stab the Night King. Like ends up with Arya, yeah. and he's holding onto it, going, "Aegon called his dream a Song of Ice and Fire." So it's like, oh, okay, so yeah, there's got to be the ice and the fire. I totally forgot about which, the ice. Which is bit. funny because Game of Thrones at the very end of that that run. Uh, Sam comes in and he wrote it all down. Yeah. He called his book a Song of Ice and Fire. And yeah. It's like, but maybe okay. he's found that title in the... Sure, maybe. In the... Yeah. If Rhaegar had been going through books and found this prophecy... Yeah. Then maybe Sam also found it or something. Sure. We can wreck on that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it, it is interesting. I forgot the it, Rhaegar there definitely, there definitely was a moment where I was like, that's the name of the, the book series. Yeah, because they said that Rhaegar kind of changed, didn't he? Like he was a typical sort of young prince and then he... Yeah, he, he got he sort super of found into, something out and he got yeah. super into like prophecy and, and yeah. the future and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely that's definitely the link. It, 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 they haven't created that out of whole cloth. Like there's there's reasons for that being there. But but the idea that Aegon invaded specifically to set up a united kingdom against Yes. Against a threat yeah. is the first time that's really been put out there. And yeah. I think it's really interesting that we know George R. R. Martin is heavily involved in this show. He would have so to tick that off. He would have to have ticked that off. Yeah. So that was always on no doubt. the intention. No doubt. Which is very cool. I love it. It's so cool. Because oh. the, the Targaryens, the, the, as, as we've said, the Targaryens were on Dragonstone for like three generations. Yes. Before Aegon decided to... They had to move in. ...an invasion, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it's cool. I like it. Anything else we have to talk about? Because that's sort of the end of my list. Um, but I had so much, obviously, in my recap, and now that we're talking, I'm like, oh, I miss so much as well. God damn it! <laughs> well, I think I mean oh. that's, a, that's a pretty good overview. We've we've done sort of start to finish, mm. um, and then obviously uh, Matt Damon gets um, uh, banished and has to leave. 
Uh, and so... Did he get banished or was it more that he just been, decides been, to leave? He's or? been ordered to go back to the Vale and oh, spend yeah, that's some time right. with his wife. Yes. I had uh, to look up because they kept referring to somewhere called Runestone. Yes. Which is... Uh, in the Vale. In it's, the Vale. It's not, it's not the Eerie. It's not the Eerie. It's, it's a different place in the yeah, Vale. Yeah, a different place in the Vale. Um, yeah. Anyway, I had a lot of fun. It's so much fun. It's, it's so good. So, it's so good. It just, yeah, it's lovely. And I, I'm, in, I'm in nerd heaven at the moment because as we talked about, um, The Sandman has dropped. We've seen yeah. all of that. that. That's a massive, massive deal for me. I'm a huge fan of those comic books. Yeah. And, and how, how, are, how are my recaps going? Like, fantastic. They, yeah, really good. I'll have there, to There's keep a couple going. of things that you've been sort of like saying and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that's so good that you picked up on that or, you know. Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of cool stuff in there. And um, uh, where we're getting... House of the Dragon now, which is a return to obviously one of our favourite shows. Yeah, yeah. And then in just a couple of weeks, in fact, next, no, two weeks time, uh, we get the new Lord of the Rings show, which will be very interesting to see how it plays off because they'll sort yeah. of be running almost concurrently with each other. Yeah. Do what do, a time to be a fan of. Like, do we want to do a podcast on Lord of the Rings? I mean, Raven on Rings or Raven on Rings? We definitely could. It makes for a busy schedule. But, Raven you know, on Power. Well, we'll work it out. <laughs> well, we'll figure something. We'll out. figure it out. I don't know if I can commit that, that to recapping, also, but that will also be releasing uh, weekly, so we could definitely. Ah. Um, you know, so it starts in September. Uh, yeah, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, uh, so that would put so, us into September. Yeah, okay, absolutely. and that's like ten episodes, or I think that's about ten episodes as well. Yeah. So they'll they, they overlap for a little bit, and then obviously it will continue on. Keep on. Okay. Well, we can we can look at. But my, my, my overall point is that uh, it's a great time to be a nerd. Now. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> Loving this right now. Nerds have uh, the, the the geeks have inherited the earth. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, they do bring in other people as well. Like they do bring in. They do. I mean, hey, yeah. this is one of the biggest shows in the world. Yeah. Um, and it, that's crazy to think about. But, yeah. You know, people people love the show. It's why there's so much commentary around it. Mm. You know, it, people are having all these different takes and views and things, and they're doing yeah. that because this is the thing that everyone's talking about right now. Yeah. And it's a show with giant dragons and fantasy swords. Did you... Like. Wait, I didn't re- write down... Did you... You told me just before we started recording about uh, misogyny or some, some sort of hot takes that, that you've been seeing. That oh, are, yeah. I mean, we, we kind of talked about that a little in... Um, like, oh, the childbirth stuff. Childbirth stuff. Uh, so, okay. you know, like just, you know, and also the people... I sort of taking the show very much at face value and not giving the creators credit that they might be doing these things deliberately. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they're sort of saying, oh, the show is very violent and very sexist and that's bad. And it's like, but they're being portrayed as a bad thing. Well, like, you, yeah, you know. I, anyway, the- I just want to state on the record, if I haven't made it clear before, since when was TV supposed to be an example necessarily of the best way to behave sure. in all situations? Absolutely. Well, like if, if we had... TV that was like life where everyone's yes. sort of generally polite and has social standards that we live to <laughs> who's watching TV like that's true it, yeah. I'm not saying there's not a place for like, but but drama is conflict sure. and poor choices and bad behavior and sociopathic behavior and and it, it, I I just find it really I don't find enjoyment in watching something that's super safe and everyone is always nice because there's no totally what's the point what's i I totally like it you know we're about to watch the lord of the rings i assume there's going to be sauron the giant eye that kills everyone like look clearly i don't know but it's like okay so no i'm sorry but sauron is being uh genocidal (laughs) and it's like yeah that's the point like although although to, to be fair that show will probably feature a lot less 
brutal violence, which will make it a lot more palatable to certain people. And yet, that's the that's the deal that you sign up to when you watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what they're, they're doing with this first yeah. episode, which we talked about. You don't have to they're, watch they're, it. They're telling you with episode one, this is the type of show it is. Yeah. If you're in for that, great. If not, have fun somewhere else. So, any predictions for next week's due? Well... It's hard for me because I know kind of what's going to happen. Oh, so, right. So maybe, maybe you maybe should do I that. should do the predictions. predictions. Yes. Well, are we going to age up out of those characters Will immediately? We, we de- not, not immediately. We're going to be with these characters for a few episodes. Okay, that's good. Um, and then I think by sort of halfway through the series, so about episode five or six, we'll probably do a flip. And okay. We'll have, we'll have older characters. So Matt Damon's gone running. Rhaenyra will be learning about the Iron Throne. Mm. I'm interested to learn how long... Paddy Considine Viserys will last. Yes. You know, will he go so next? So I actually, yeah. Will I'm, he... I'm interested. I, I feel like he's not going to make this make it out of this series alive. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. Um, the Dance of the Dragons is done over the succession. Yeah, so, so you know. that's, you know, I'm not I'm not being too spoilery no, by going sure. that. That was yes. kind of what I was thinking. Just yeah. the way that the, the most recent trailer painted him, I was like, oh, yeah. is he even going to get out of the first episode alive? Yeah. Well, no, I, well, no. I wouldn't have. Yeah. I wouldn't have put it past them to kill him off straight away. But hopefully he'll be there for a few. But I predict that I guess he will go at some point and there will be, you know, clashes. Absolutely. Uh, I'm interested in the Valerians, what they do. Because yes, one, thing I, one thing I didn't mention is how cool Lord Corliss was. Yes. When the rest of the small council are all like, blah, 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 name day tourney, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, we've got some problems with these yeah. pirates attacking, or no, someone cleaning up a pirate problem. You know, we've got these issues. We should concentrate on this. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 let's not talk about it. It's fine. It'll be fine, bro. It'll be fine. And he, there's just some great shots of him just, like, looking at them and looking back. And yeah. he and he does it at the tawny as well. Again, he looks he's like, what the hell is going on? So <laughs> he's kind of a ba- badass. And obviously in some of the trailers they showed him in full battle armor oh, fighting. Yes. So, yeah. Well, um, there is a – there is a um, I think it's called o- – the next few weeks or something there's a there's a next time trailer that's out there from hbo like an official one. Oh, really um that's sort of just giving you some glimpses of what's going to happen uh, i haven't seen lots, that lots of battles so, yeah you know, so there's definitely battles which we knew was coming, so but i think one to watch will be whether otto pushes alicent towards viserys as sure. well yes um that's probably where i'm at <laughs> i did love the fact that she was a nail biter Yes, yeah, I, yeah, sure, I made nervous, a point of that, yeah. that nervous, like, because I, I do that as well. So between Rhaenyra being late and Alicent being a nail biter, I was like, I feel <laughs> you're, you're kinship. I feel kinship with these women. Yeah, <laughs> but but it's also it's, it's interesting that that Rhaenyra is a very confident person, a very a very um, almost to the point of arrogance almost. Whereas Alicent is very nervous. She's yes, a, yes, a worrier. A, yeah, a worrier. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Well, let's wrap up by saying. If you would like to call in to the podcast, please do. You can find at Disco Stew and at Girl Clumsy on Twitter. We love to talk about we're, this show. We're still there in that crumbling hell site. We <laughs> are absolutely there, ready to talk. Well, we bring some joy to it. Sure. We talk about fun things. Absolutely. Um, send us your hot takes if you have them. Um, I will fight you on them, I'm sure. Uh, but yes, we're very happy to chat. A massive thank you to everyone who is a Patreon supporter, patreon.com slash girlclumsy. Um, as I have put out on my recap, if you would like to support the podcast and the recaps via the 
Patreon. You can sign up. You can choose how much you you and and it's monthly. Uh, so you'll be deducted monthly. So if you wanted to sign up for a dollar a month, you can do that. If you wanted to sign up for like a dollar a recap, you know, you can work it. At, you yeah, know, two three dollars a month. And- you you can sign up for whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever you can afford. And of course, you don't have to sign up either. Which I realize is you know I'm giving away my work for free. It's, it's sort of what you're <laughs> told not to do, but. I want to share the love. So yeah. the recaps will always be free to read, um, nataliebohensky.com. And um, you can check out my Sandman recaps while you're there. Absolutely. I will try to keep going with those as well. You're about to hit episode six, which is a good one. I am about to hit episode six. I haven't watched it yet mm. because I wanted to be able to watch it and then start writing. Sure. And I just haven't had a chance to go, oh, I don't know when I can start writing. So I've put yeah. it off. Um, but hopefully now that this this first dip into Westeros. It, it, it was a very good break point for you like up to episode oh, was it? five and then and then a bit of a gap and like then do the second half yeah, of the se- okay well i'll keep i'll keep trying keep pushing i do have my other work to do as well i want to say <laughs> that if you are in sydney uh i am coming to sydney for most of september so we'll be doing this podcast um online sure. Stu and i as through often, september as we, as we often did anyway during covid um but we'll be doing the podcast um online because i will be in sydney with my show titanic the movie the play Fantastic which is going on at Sydney Fringe. It's very exciting. It's a little bit terrifying. So we will be doing that at the Australian National Maritime Museum at Darling Harbour, and you can get tickets via sydneyfringe.com. If you are in Sydney, please, I'd love you to come and see the show. It's really fantastic, and I will be in Sydney and happy to meet up, happy to have chats about Game of Thrones. It's going to be super fun. If you're so. in Sydney, go along and see it because it's fantastic. It's oh, thanks, show. Stu. Yes, yeah, Stu is a good, uh, um, what do you call it, cheerleader. I have I have nothing to do with the show, and, and I've been to see it a couple of times, and it's great. It's oh, thank great you. Show. Yeah, and it's going to be really, really fun. It's a massive logistical exercise because we're taking our Titanic from Brisbane. Our, oh, you, you take Our Titanic prow. Yeah. We're getting it down to Sydney, so there's a huge amount of logistics involved i'm i'm almost like how am i doing this titanic it's crazy yeah like an actual (laughs) replica we're just going to be parking it right alongside the museum but it's going to be on the water there at the museum it should be really fun uh well it will be really fun um but yeah definitely if you're in sydney or know people who are in sydney please pass that along you can find out details at sydneyfringe.com or actreact.com.au and um Stu, how are we going to sign off? As always, uh, as always, I, mean, I, I have an idea. Do you have? Do you have an idea? About I what actually, you're it say? just occurred to me that we need a we need a sign off, and and I, we can't say winter is coming. I mean, it is because it's set in the past. Yes, we know that it is, but we <coughs> probably mean, yours, can't say. Yours still works. Uh, Vala Magulis. Yeah, true. We can say Vala Magulis, Vala Doharis. Oh, hey, I forgot to mention how how sweet was it to see Rick on Stark. Pledging, yes, just yeah, as yeah. he was talking just about the winter coming out, winter and, and coming then there's like, I'm Rick on Stark, mm-hmm. pledge allegiance. I was like, oh, he was a bit of a goober, he didn't look like a proper well, he looked like an appropriately stern northern, yeah, uh, but he didn't look as rugged as Sean no, Bean, you know, like true. he didn't have as much stubble. <laughs> but I still went, I, I that hit me in the fields. I was like, oh, it's a Stark. I, I hope oh. to see some uh, rugged Starks before. I would love to see some yeah. Starks. That would be great. <laughs> That's on my wish list to see some Starks. Um, Stark naked. Um, what was your idea for a uh, sign off? I was going to say the dragons were nets. That's going to be my. Ooh, well, I could say Valamogulas. Yeah. And you could say yeah. the dragons will dance. Dragons will dance. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Let's do that. All right. Let's do it properly now. As we always like to say, Valamogulas. The dragons will dance. <laughs> so exciting. Do you want to say hello, welcome to the podcast? Hello, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Can you say. This is a podcast with my daddy. 
This is the postcards of my daddy. <laughs> Excellent. Can you say, my daddy and Natalie will talk about silly things? My, my daddy and Natalie will talk about silly things. I think we've achieved that. I think yeah, we've achieved that. Yeah. Absolutely.